Assalamu alaikum everybody, hope you've had an amazing week and I hope you're looking forward to the weekend. Just before we get into the real video, I just want to take a second to tell you about Patreon because it's really cool and some of you have maybe never heard of it before. So this YouTube channel has uh, done some quite cool things in our time, you know, we've reached nearly 2 million people who are learning the Somali language, created nearly 250 videos that people are consuming every single day all over the world, and there aren't really that high quality resources for learning the Somali language, which I think is a real shame. You know, we have an enormous number of Somalis and half Somalis and part Somalis and people who have Somali friends or whatever growing up in diaspora countries who really don't have the resources to stay in touch with their home language. And if you're like myself and you have a dream that your children will have the option to go home, we need to be doing something to support people. But um, a reality is that even though I try my very best to create this stuff for free, it's unfortunately not free to make. And if you contribute something really, really small, even if it's $1 a month, $5 a month, then uh, that goes such a long way in helping me out in, you know, all the equipment that we need to record these videos, as well as recording space to put these videos together, as well as the hours of time that it takes to plan and record and edit these videos as well. It will make an absolutely huge difference if you just put one foot forward and you just offer $1 a month. That make an enormous, enormous difference. But it's not just me asking you for money. I also want to give you rewards for that as well. I want to give you the option to consume my videos with absolutely no ads and no sponsorship shout outs. I want to give you the opportunity to get access to more bonus Somali language resources, higher quality resources, as well as be part of the Patreon community to get giveaways and discounts on up and coming products and stuff too. So if you want to be part of that or you're just interested in how it works, go over to patreon.com forward slash Sam of Somalia. So welcome to day 20 in my Somali diary. This is a series every day from Monday to Friday, all week long, where I just bring you on the journey with me, learning the Somali language. Hopefully in day 10,874, I'll be proper fluent in the Somali language, and it would have been really cool to just kind of see the whole process. So um, so in this video, we have got a good video today. Oh, Nelly, when I was putting this video together, I was so excited. Okay, so in this video, I'm going to be going to black and white every now and again, because I've got a few little points that I just want to talk about, and I might ramble a little bit, and then we'll be back into colour. Okay, because, you know, there are just some little things I'll put in. Like, I have a bit of a habit of getting a bit excited whenever I see a word and want to kind of add little culture bites and stuff in here and there. So when I do that, I'll go into black and white. So uh, in this lesson, we're talking about prepositions, but specifically about pre-verbal prepositions. And I wanted to follow this video on from the previous lesson, because in the previous lesson, we talked about the genitive, right? And those of you who have some command of Arabic, as I'm sure a lot of you do, um, you will kind of associate the genitive with prepositions, especially any of you who study Arabic with me, and you're on the Arabic in 60 Steps program. In like lesson two, we encounter the majrur, which is the Arabic word for genitive, essentially, with prepositions, right? We learn it with prepositions. That's that, they're like they're like they're like so so tightly connected in the Arabic language. However, they are not in Somali, right? And obviously, in the last lesson, we learn about the genitive in Somali. So why not? You know, the the reason why not is because nouns don't come after prepositions in Somali, okay? Like in Arabic, they will we'll say in the house, and then house will be genitive. We'll say with the man, and the man will be genitive. That's how it works in Arabic, and that's how the wording works in English too. But in, in Somali we have, and this is really important that you remember, we have pre-verbal prepositions. So you would never have something like at the hotel. You'd never have a lesson worded at the hotel, right? There are ways of using prepositions like that, but, but they're, they're not... They're not the most standard kinds of prepositions. But prepositions are always used before verbs. So if we're to say something like, if we're to say something like, um, um, you know, I stayed at the hotel. You know, you'd say something like, the hotel, um, the hotel, I, you know, in it stayed. You know, the in it stayed or the at it stayed, 
right? It will come before the verb to stay. That's the way that it's used in Somali. So there are four main prepositions. You know, these are the only prepositions that I've ever seen in Somali. So let's run through them and what they mean. All of these pre-verbal prepositions all have a stress on them. Okay, you need to bear that in mind because there's a difference between it with a stress or without a stress. And that's a little time when I'll kind of go into black and white mode just to add a little bit more info for you. So the first one is u, which means two or four. But don't just say u with no stress because that can mean him or her. You know, sometimes you might even hear people say usheg, usheg, which means like tell her or tell him, right? It's, it's a way of just referring to him or her, someone in the third person. So it's important that you spot the difference. The u with stress, which is two or four, or u without a stress, which means him or her. Next, we have ku, which means kind of in, at, or sort of by means of. And you need to make sure that you distinguish that from the word ku with no stress, which means you. You know, quite often hear people say, wan ku salamait, which means like, I'm, I'm kind of greeting you. I'm kind of sending you salam. I'm sending you peace. Wan ku salamait. But that ku has no stress on it. The preposition ku has a stress on it. The next preposition is ka. Again, needs a stress on it. Because if it's not ka, you'll probably remember in some of our previous lessons when we've talked about saying the, Ka just means the on the end of a word. If I say afka, it means the language. If I say ma'alinka, if I say qalinka, if I say um, qulka, you know, qulka means um, the, the room and, and qalinka means the pen. So you need to make sure you're, you're distinguishing between ka with a stress and then ka without a stress because the ka without a stress just means the. So you need to make sure that you're remembering your stresses on your prepositions. And last but not least, we have the word la, which means with. Um, that's the only meaning that it carries. It just carries the word with. And um, you need to make sure that you separate this, though, from la without a stress. Because that la without a, without a stress on its A uh, kind of means like one. Sometimes you hear a kind of meaning one. Like there's a, there's a kind of um, higher register, I guess, um, in a conversation way of saying I'm fine. You can say wa la fi'ayyahayt which kind of means like one is well. It's like referring to yourself in the third person, one is well. And this la is, is the way of saying, um, is a way of saying like, it's a way of making something passive, really. That's one of its main roles, you know. You'd say like, um, there's a little story that I remember a little girl telling me in Somali, where at the end, at the end, someone gets eaten by, by someone with big ears or whatever. And it's like, markas la'ona. Markas, and then la'ona. Then, then, then he was eaten or she was eaten. Right, that, that's a way of using that. But when you're using the preposition, it needs to be la with a stress on the a. So let's maybe look at three examples just to round off this week. So the first example would be sahib kaygu libraryga wu ku So sahib kaygu would be my friend, my friend, my friend, my friendy, <laughs> my friend. Sahib kaygu libraryga. So a libraryga, guess what? It's a library, right? So wu, the wu is just you know this kind of a mood classifier. It's just saying the thing that he does. So and then you say ku akhrinaya. Okay, so the ku is the in, akhrinaya is reading. So my friend is reading in the library. So we have like, my friend, the library, is in reading, right? My friend is in the, my friend is reading in the library, right? You see, the preposition is always used before the verb. Example number two, which is really useful, is if you want to say, I, I want to talk about something, okay, or I want to speak about something. You know, it's really common to hear people say, Waharraba or Wahandana. You know, our, our brothers and sisters who are rare Wakoi from the north might say Don instead of Raba, but either is fine. So, Waharraba inan Kahadlo. So, Ka is the preposition with the stress. Um, that means about. So, Kahadlo means to talk about something. Waharraba inan Kahadlo whatever it is, right? I want to talk about. So if you're saying, I want to talk about um, whatever, 
Muslim languages, let's say for example, something I like, right? You could say Waharaban and Kahadlo Afaf Muslimin. You know, we say Afaf Muslimin, you'd put the stress on the end, because it'd be genitive, right? Languages of Muslims. Anyway, for a bit more genitive, refer to the previous day. So the last example that I wanted to share would be to say something like, I sat with my wife, because I want to talk about this word my wife, actually, because I've heard two different ways, but I've also heard people say that one is a bit offensive. So I've always said has tight, has tight. Has is a word that more kind of means like your wife and kids, it's like your family, but um, but it's used just for wife because uh, the alternative word nag, just meaning a woman, um, these days people find it um, a bit abrupt to say my woman, nag tight, eh, eh nag tight. People find it a little bit, um, a little bit abrupt to say nag, but anyway, so if you want to say nag tight or has to, although people don't seem to have an issue with people saying nin. You know, but like, you know, I, I always hear my in-laws say to my wife, if they say to her, if they say to her like, ask your husband something, they always call me her nin. So, sexism. Anyway, so let's run with has tight. So we have has tight one la eight. So many of you have probably heard, on this channel, you probably hear me say fadiso all the time. It's, that's just an imperative to tell someone to sit down. So you have, um, yeah, so has tight or nag tight, depending on how you speak to your nag. Um, one la eight. You know, so one, the I, la, with, fadiyay, I sat, right? Has Taiwan la fadiyay, you know, I, I sat with my wife. You know, because because I did an Arabic language degree, a lot of my friends are people who have learned Arabic or are serious about learning Arabic. And whenever I kind of grab them and force them to learn some Somali, because often people can't really get away with having conversations with me without learning some Somali. And um, when I tell them that the word nag means a woman, they always get a bit of a chuckle because the word naqa, which they think sounds similar, means a she-camel in, in Arabic. So, I don't know, there's always kind of an assumption that, there's always, there's always an assumption that, like, languages of brown and black people are somehow sexist somehow. That, that often comes up, which is obviously ridiculous. But, um, but yeah, there, there is no connection at all between the word naqa, um, you know, a, a naqa for a she-camel in Arabic and the word nag, it literally just means a woman and it doesn't have to be offensive. There's nothing offensive about being a woman, right? Just that there's nothing offensive about being called a man. Anyway, before we get too political, let's sign out. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Like, share, subscribe. Assalamu alaikum.